All right. Good evening, all you fine ladies and gentlemen out there. Welcome. Good evening. It is the very interesting show, episode number 15. This one for Thursday, December 12th, 2019. We have so much content to get get to tonight. John, you're feeling nice and pumped. Oh, yeah. yeah pump that iron. Did you go to the gym today? No, I did not. Hey, pumping iron anyways. You're, this counts as your exercise, right? And it's close enough. Gene, what's up? You're, I can see you today. How are yeah. you doing? I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice little cough you got going on there. Are you feeling you sick no, at I'm all? Good, or are you I'm, just, I'm just, just letting it out? I'm just saying. And just Justin, finally, how are you doing? Pretty good, pretty good. Pretty good. You you had some had some people over today having a grand old social time, getting oh, yeah. your social interactions out of the way. Yeah, for sure. Do you like, feel that? Do you feel like that's kind of obligatory? Like uh, you you need some time every once in a while to maybe uh, like what? How big was of a gathering was this for you? Was this like a Jesus average Christ. size gathering? <laughs> what? Uh, what? What? <laughs> what do you want from me? It's not like it's a gathering of the Juggalos or something. <laughs> hey, it, it, I don't know that. It was like Lord of the that. Rings. I will admit. No, it was. Mm. Yeah. All coworkers, honestly. Oh, they're all they're all coworkers. Yeah. It, it so how often do you hang out with people outside of work from work? Not really that often. I mean, honest, to be fair, this is like the second time this week. I it was I think yesterday hung out with Casey and Maddie over at Maddie's mm-hmm. house. Um. So, but do you like go the last time before that was probably about a month ago. Do you go other places besides here, or do you mostly like to bring people, conglomerate them all into into a house or into a place to hang out with? Do you do you like going out, or do you just like to to just hang out? What's what's your preferred style of uh, style of coworker socializing? Because um, I know that some people have different types of ways that they like to to socialize with their coworkers. Like I, the way that I hung out with all my coworkers all the time was going out and having a drink. And I know that yeah. uh, I see a lot of your coworkers I've seen over here most of the time. For me, that kind of depends on the atmosphere of who I'm working with. So it depends on the person. Like I've I've had moments where d- when I worked a job in North Carolina, where I did that, I would go out with with coworkers and get a drink after work every now and then. I think um, it, it might it might be based off of type of work too. Like if you're doing like real hard hard nose to the grindstone fucking manual labor, like a uh, like over at like, like when I did it like <laughs> at the. Like at the post office or like at the plywood mill, like you you wanna you wanna go out and get a drink. Like I wanna go out and get a get a nice fucking or you know ice cold Bud Light. Making sure planes get off the ground. That counts. That's close on enough. time every time. It's a dark, slippery slope of alcoholism. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's close enough that it, you're you're doing well on that though now, aren't you? You're yeah. kind of less alcoholism. How are you? You're still still going strong on that. Yeah, I'm still going pretty good. That's good. I get what? I get itchy, but you know. Oh, you 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 actually do get that itchy feeling. <laughs> I do, I had the uh, I get the shakes once in a while. It's pretty weird. Do, doesn't that mean that you are a true blue alcoholic? Is if you're getting the shakes now, isn't that like definition stage one are fucking you, alcoholism? Are you a therapist? <laughs> hey, then fuck I'm, off. I'm as good as one. <laughs> hey. No, yeah, I mean, I probably. Probably. That's how you really know you made it it's in alcoholism. Done now. Yeah, yeah, I had the shakes, man. Yeah, weird. when you're getting the shakes, that's how you fucking know right yeah. there. Like, you, you you, know that you're having a bad time. There's a reason why there's an adjustment period whenever no, yeah. the soldiers go to war. <laughs> I transitioned off by drinking seltzers. I was drinking sparkling water for the longest. Ooh, uh, me too. I that's love sparkling I trans- water. Because it felt like beer to me. That's how I quit soda, yeah. it was still yeah. bubbly, and I could hold it, and mm-hmm. it was cold, and it was a can, so I was like, okay. 
That's how I transition out from booze. Though. See, ever, when you said bubbly, I thought you were talking about like, oh, it was it was bubbly, it was carbonated. But you're actually drinking like bubbly, the brand. That's no, your, no, your, no. That's I mean, your like, brand, like like sparkling water, like the actual bubbly. No, not bubbly. I don't oh, drink oh. bubbly. And I, I don't like it either. They sponsor the Ellen Show. Like whenever Ellen comes out and does that fucking dance every time, the Ellen dance. Every we got to dance because it's Ellen. I didn't know sp- she had it's a sparkled dance. by. It's sparkled. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's had a show long enough. She has a dance. Yeah, no, you know, you know that though. That's like why half of the people from the studio audience actually go to see Ellen is they want to fucking dance with Ellen. And there was a, I don't know why I read an interview with Ellen recently, but there are days when like there are days when Ellen really doesn't feel it. She's not feeling the dance that day, but she has to do it anyway because like half the fucking audience comes to see her just for her yeah. spontaneous burst into dance, which happens to be sparkled by bubbly, the sparkling water. So you know what? E- even even Ellen's got days where dance she's not. Dance for us, you fucking monkey! Dance for us. Or <laughs> well, here's a bunch of money. Let me put my brand right behind you while you're dancing. It's actually not right behind her. It's like it's on the <laughs> ceiling for some reason. It, like, I don't I don't I don't understand exactly how that works. The executives, Helen's Ellen's like fucking passed out on like a heroin overdose. The executives come pick her up, give her a popper, puppeteer, <laughs> oh, dance for us. I <laughs> can't. <laughs> you fucking dance right now if you want this fucking money. The only reason that she faints is because a couple of the strings broke, and the producers have yeah. to come back and come back and repair them. Ellen, at this really point, Ellen's been Ellen's been real. dead. She died a long time. Yeah, time. Ellen's been <laughs> dead for twelve years. So it's it's actually Michael Jackson in disguise. And Michael Jackson's a whole different story, conspiratorial, conspiratorially, if that's Very even a word. So. I, I've made up so many fucking words today. It's fine. Um, now my favorite thing is the jump scares. That she uh, does on really? her show. Oh yeah, those things well, are out hilarious. Of the yeah, dude. <laughs> I can't stand it. I hate jump scares. Like it, it. Okay, so I'll half attribute this to being a little bitch, but <laughs> the other half of this I'll contribute to jump scare jump scares, uh, objectively being terrible entertainment, and them just not being a thing that I feel like is should be getting a. Any sort of legitimate rise out of anybody. It's it's a it's a cop out. It's a cop out. See, I feel like I feel very strongly against jump scares in scary movies because that doesn't. Make yeah, me, I, I'm not watching a scary movie. I'm watching a startling movie. Yeah, you're That's watching different. a jump scare. But for some reason, for me, when I'm watching just dumb videos on the internet, like jump scares, they do it for <laughs> me. I'm not gonna lie. I'm that kind of consumer story where I'm just like, yeah. It's when it's scary when you snowman know. strikes again. <laughs> it's worse when you know that a jump scare is coming, like in a scary movie like that. Yeah, that's yeah. basically advertised as being it's the jump scare movie or whatever. <laughs> but <laughs> imagine they just call it the, like, what movie are we gonna watch? The jump scare movie. From the creators of Scary Movie and The Ring. That's fucking Bloomhouse right there. The jump scare. That's Bloomhouse. (laughs) No one else is going to produce that shit. Everyone dies at the end. It's great. No one's going to produce that I feel like you guys' favorite movies are the movies where everyone dies at the end. I like bad endings. What what are your favorite movies with bad endings? Because it seems like a bad ending. I'd say uh, maybe five to ten percent, maybe of movies yeah. would be would be bad endings. When you say I'm not sure bad, how you classify that. We say bad endings, not like yeah. a shitty ending, but like the hero loses. Okay, like okay, cool, okay. Cool. That's yeah. that's, that's what yeah. I mean by bad ending. Me too. So do you do you have a favorite instance of that happening? Like we're uh, oh dude, fucking one China, that really sticks China with you. Chinatown. Ooh, okay. I've never actually seen Chinatown. Chinatown, where he's just like fuck, and they're like just leave it. Chinatown. And it's like, oh, <laughs> fuck. He did the entire movie is him doing like this whole crusade and he finally figures it out. And then, like, yeah, go fuck yourself. So, yeah. And he loses. What I like about those types of movies where the bad guy loses is, or the, the good guy loses, excuse me, where you, 
it just nothing annoys me more than just knowing that the main character is just safe. You know, plot what I mean? armor. Yeah, like you watch, you know, you watch a. 007 movie and he's probably not going to die you know they're not mm. going to explain the fact that it's actually just a different 007 every time which is why it's been going on for so many years there's they're a actually sense gonna... of satisfaction of seeing the good guy lose like yeah, yeah fuck you or like a sense of like insecurity mm. or like um, it just makes it that much more interesting in my opinion oh yeah I, I love it I can't I can't think of one specifically honestly but no, watch Ex Machina yeah, oh, okay. that's a good ending, yeah, too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, fuck Oscar Isaac. <laughs> <laughs> I've n- never heard of him before. Oscar Isaac? Yeah, what he's, else has he made? He's in Star Wars. He's Poe, oh, really? Poe, what's his name, Damarillion or something like that? Poe, the, po, the fucking po, the pilot. pilot. Po, yeah, yeah. Oh, the pilot. Yeah, oh, that's shit. God, I've heard so much shit about the new Star Wars movie that's coming out. Right. Um, it, it seems like everybody that's been part of the Star Wars movie has just been has all of a sudden become a political activist recently. Like, did you hear about uh, fucking uh, what's his name, Billy D. Williams, the guy that played Lando Calrissian? Yeah, he just uh, so originally how it happened was he it was quoted as him coming out as non-binary, even though he's eighty-eight years old. Like, first of all, you're 88 years old. You don't even fucking know what non-binary is, buddy. Apparently he does. He's pretty... No, but then he... No, this is the thing. He actually doesn't because later on, after this all went viral and after the the fucking mainstream media is like, oh my God, he's such a hero. But afterwards, they clarified... He clarified in an interview afterwards where somebody actually told him what non-binary meant. And he's just like, no, fuck that. I'm just okay with, with uh, I don't remember exactly what he said, but like, I just... I like uh, having sex with men. Sometimes I just feel a little feminine sometimes. Maybe he just thought that he he, he can speak to robots. So <laughs> Maybe it's binary. that. Uh-huh. He's 88. So. I mean, they are, they are rising up after, <laughs> Do after all. Do you think it was him being on the set with R2-D2 and C-3PO? He had no idea there were people in the costume. <laughs> and he was a real robot. speak to machines. 0-1-0-0-1-1-0... <laughs> Ah, error. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Billy, you know we, you know we're just guys in the costumes. One one zero one one zero one one. Then he felt a little attracted to him, and then you you know how it goes from and there. There you go. He got he dressed up like a like prince. That's how cyborgs are actually made. Is it's not half human, half cyborg. It's when mommy or or daddy daddy human and mommy robot love each other very much. It's just a guy putting his dick in a computer. It has a <laughs> flashlight taped the inside. Yeah, he's just testing the fan like. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it is. And then it has like an analyzer that, that plankton falls into. 99% hot gas, 1% evil. That's that's how it works, apparently. I do like that that bit that they did. It's pretty good. I actually mixed it up. It's 1% evil, 99%, then 99% yeah, it's, it's hot, hot gas. gas. That's before the computer became a character. For I watched one of the recent episodes of SpongeBob, and the computer... Plankton's fucking wife. computer wife is an actual, like, recurring Active. character. Yeah. And, and, uh, that's that's not the direction that I was hoping that this would go in. Or maybe I'm just a hateful piece of shit. I was fine with that. My problem with that is that they made her too smart. Yeah. They it, had to keep her dumb. Like, just computer dumb, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like a computer, but, you know, computer dumb. Like, uh, they're not versed like in the ways of like, humanity. Like a first-generation series. Yeah, be like, honey, can you make me dinner? And it just prints out, like, a picture of a dinner. Like, a teletype printed. Holographic meatloaf. <laughs> Holographic meatloaf. <laughs> My yeah. favorite. <laughs> oh shit it, it is 11.45 but we started four minutes late so we got four more minutes to fill until we start doing spoiler alert we're gonna do worst persons tonight you guys remember that that was uh, back back during the old shows we did we tried I just threw a bunch of fucking bits at the wall to see if they would work and it turns out that this is one that actually did work so we're bringing it back tonight it is tonight's uh, uh, 
God, what's the word? Flavor of the week. No, it's it's tonight's voice of light insert. So I guess I'll, you know what, we got three minutes. I guess that's the other show. We're expanding going into 2020. So we got big plans, all the plans. They're going to be huge. They're going to be massive. We're going to shut down the network. Yeah, we're we're <laughs> that's it. We're done. That's that's, that's yeah, we're done. <laughs> so big plans going into 2020. We're gonna shut it all down, and after that, I'm not quite sure what happens. But uh, one of the things that we're going to be doing come the new year is we're going to be expanding to 90 minutes, 90 minutes, and we're going to also be throwing in a couple of other things that happen to make the other shows that haven't happened yet great. We're gonna make we're gonna make radio great again, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so. Stay tuned for that. We're, you know, we've got somebody in Worst Persons. That's uh, he's he's a Trumpster, and he did he did some really really suspicious stuff. So keep an eye out for that. All the new content is coming in January. We have two new shows, not one, but two of them. It's one less than three, but it's also one more than one. So make sure <laughs> we're gonna sell. We're also gonna sell single cigarettes over the internet. We're selling Lucy's. Are we making them ourselves? Just Lucy rolled cigarettes. Are we making them ourselves? No, you dumb. Hey, I, I don't know that. We could make Lucy's each cigarette's a dollar. Mm. Hey, man, that's a good profit. PayPal. Hey, but you could you could Venmo me <laughs> at buttfucker sixty nine. <laughs> that's a shipping not included. Is that real? <laughs> Shipping and handling not included. Is that actually your Venmo? I'm not going to answer that. <laughs> hey, I'm send just money. Asking, yeah, just in case you want to send money. Send, send money, money to... to Buttfucker we are going to need it for the Gene 2020 campaign, so make sure that you're it's sending it in. Up, yeah, it, it is rearing up. I want to get a shirt made for it at some point yeah. next year. So, Because I saw... I was I was listening to uh, to Tom and Dan the other day. Uh, they're they're on the radio here in Orlando. And I watched the, the stream, the live stream that they have when they were when they were recording it. And apparently, back in 2016, one of them also did like a kind of joke campaign that they made a shirt for. And then I was kind of like, ah, oh, man, that's really been that bit's really been done already. Fuck. Which I'm I'm sure the bit has been done. Nah, but fuck that. I'm running sometimes. for president. I'm running for governor, of Florida. That you know what? That's true. Which it, is funny because 2020 isn't even a, <laughs> a fucking election governor, year for the governor. No. But that's when I'm running. Gonna make it happen. Gonna make it happen. Yeah, you gotta. We gotta start early. It'll go make into twenty. It, happen. it starts in twenty twenty. Then it goes into twenty twenty one, and then rolls into twenty twenty two. So I'm assuming, which I'm assuming is the we're next. Gonna, go, we're gonna start uh, with Rockvember. Then we're gonna go into Rocktober. <laughs> then yeah. we're gonna have a Rocksember. By the way, we're gonna have to officially settle the debate once we go into twenty twenty. We're gonna have to start using the certain nomenclature that comes with a new decade. Are we gonna be calling it two thousand twenty or? Are we actually going to go full force on the 2020? How is that, how is that going to work? It's going to be Roaring Twenties. Yeah. Hey. Oh, yeah. exactly what I was going yeah. for. Roaring Twenties. Uh, is that Roaring. what we're going to... Cocaine was used as medication. Let's do this. We're going back. <laughs> hey, cocaine. Uh, doc, doc uh, I, I, my neck hurts. Hey, here's some cocaine. Why don't you just do some cocaine about it? <laughs> oh, it looks like you got some ghosts in your blood. <laughs> 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 Oh, doctor, doctor. My wife, she keeps having these periods. I don't know what to do about it. Oh, well. Have you tried plugging her with one of these? Doctor, whips out his own dick. (laughs) (laughs) It's just his dick. Hey, it is. Oh, apparently, what to do? uh, I want to do. You know, I'm just going to throw all the fucking. I'm just going to throw everything out the window here. I I came across a story when I was looking for stories for worse persons, which we'll get to in just a moment. But. 
thousands of penis fish washed ashore on a California beach. You you kind of reminded me of this, but uh, they have an <laughs> epidemic. Fuck you. There's an epidemic over in California. Look at this. There's like a nipple on the end of this penis fish. The, that's where the doc, the fucking wife of the dude should go. Yeah, so that's that's where he's going. I don't know why that 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 uh, that voice reminded me of this, but dubbed. Dubbed the penis fish. Thousands of them have washed up on Drake's Beach, California, leaving local resident residents completely stunned of the likeness the fish holds to a certain part of the male body. So you're gonna put penis fish in the title, and then you're just gonna allude to the allude to it in the actual. I guess that just proves that we are in clickbait world after yeah, all. Yeah, I mean, you don't got to do it once it's in the title. <laughs> I mean, I personally, I want a title or I want an article that's just, a, I want to press control F and I want to see at least like 30 instances of penis in this article. Oh, okay. Maybe that's just me, but. <laughs> I think you just like smut. Hey, that's. <laughs> no. So apparently this fish is actually a food delicacy in Korea in Japan. So they they really like some they really like some dick out there. Ironic, having... Ironically, though, anytime that you're that they're filmed eating it, it has to be pixelated. <laughs> That's right because Which they have that so rule over there. Weird. So, I find that so stunning about the the, the Japanese. Yes, yeah, fucking censor your porn, but then you have the weirdest porn in the world. Well, no, no, no. Their, their workaround is the, the tentacle, the tentacle porn. Ah. Because you can make that tentacle still look like the shape of a penis, but it's a tentacle, ah. right? Exactly. Why That's how they you but you have to then pixelate the, the pussy. They though. should just change their laws. Let's nuke them again. <laughs> so finally, the Koreans and the Japanese aren't their only predator because also they're quite a delicacy for otters, flounders, sharks, rays, and gulls. Everyone I, loves eating dicks. Yeah, everyone loves dicks. So I hope that those animals enjoy. We will certainly enjoy. So let's do worse persons. Also a delicacy for my wife! <laughs> God, oh God. Worst Persons is brought to you by nobody tonight because you know what? Fuck all of you. Fuck you out there in the corporate world. You are just terrible. Everything about this is awful. Plus, it's December, and so all of you corporates, corporates, corporate, you corporations, you we're corporates. slowly making our way there. Slowly all making the our way there. You, you corporates, corporates out there. All, so all you corporations out there that are taking advantage of the holiday season to make really terrible Christmas jingles, shout-outs to you because you're really making the world go round. Taking the bronze medal tonight, we have a man over in the UK who he really he just wants to help his mom out. His mom is a very, very sweet old lady, I can only assume based on this picture. His mother is a very sweet old lady, and all she wants to do is just get out there and hit the road. But she cannot do that because she failed her driving test not once, not twice, but three times. So, finally, after failing her driving test three times, 60-year-old Maria decided to let her son, Haidor Shiave, there's no way I pronounced that right, decided to let him take over, regardless of the fact that it was an immoral and dangerous idea. So, his son decided, or her son, we're, we're not, not going fully on the gender confusion just yet, but her son, 60-year-old lady, her son decided that, you know what, I want my mom to get out there and drive so fucking bad that I am going to dress up as her. So he did it. He did it and all. He dressed up as the, uh, apparently, I guess this is him, actually, this picture. What country is this? This is the UK, the United, good old United Kingdom, who just had their elections tonight, and uh, they're... They, they won. They won. <laughs> <laughs> they won. They won. <laughs> they won. <laughs> so... Uh, There's a closer picture. I'd fuck him. 
or her. Right? Actually, no, that that it is the him in this yeah, one. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I can. You know, he actually didn't do that bad of a job here. He did. He got the he got the implants right. It's, it's the neck that throws it off, though. Yeah, it is. Yeah. The neck looks a little bit too masculine and a little bit too not sixty year old woman. But like, are you gonna really question a sixty year old woman about her neck strength? Like, maybe she sucks a lot of dick. What's up with your <laughs> neck there? I'll suck your dick if you want to find out. You and pass. Then you pass, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't the neck, though. It might actually have been something related to the neck. It wasn't the neck that tipped it off, however, because the dedicated son did not quite manage to nail the vocal side of the impersonator, and the driving instructor... Oh, God, this is a really <laughs> European name that... Uh, Aline Madancha. I don't know. <laughs> the- became suspicious of the woman with the unusually high-pitched voice. So he's... Uh, <laughs> he got caught. He did it wrong. He went in there like... Oh, hi, I'm here to take my driving test. <laughs> <laughs> you did it wrong. You go opposite. You go scratchy. You yeah, go, exactly. You gotta. Oh, yeah, I'm here to take my driving test. You go you full COPD on it. There exactly. You go, you go smoker. You, mm-hmm. Yeah. Because then you you could also be a somebody that's transitioning, and no <laughs> nobody's gonna question that. You're transitioning your eighties. You. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> You're transitioning from a twenty four year old male to a sixty year old woman. Like, <laughs> Lando, like Lando's transitioning into a computer. Yeah. <laughs> he only needs the operation. That's it. Then he'll be just become sixty. So that guy gets the bronze medal. Guess what? You, this is bad. If she's not supposed to be able to drive, if she has failed three driving tests, then she probably should not be on the road, buddy. Probably nope. a reason. Giving yeah. him man of the month. You yeah, get the Gene them. Award man of the month for helping your mom <laughs> and for stirring chaos. Oh, this is a picture of the actual mom, I think. No, that's is him. It? No, that's him too. Fuck, yeah, the neck. They let you keep your phone in jail? I guess so. That that can't be the UK, dude. It, it, it is. That's, it's Unilad's UK. UK website, but I don't know if this happened in the UK. No, it, uh... Not with those fucking names. It's yeah, yeah, UK. that is kind of a weird name. I'm going to say Philippines. I swear I, no, I swear I read that it was in the UK on this article somewhere. I'm going Philippines on this one. Yeah, who gives a shit about driving rules in the Philippines? Come on now. Brazil. 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 North Brazil. Even less. You know, I can see it. This guy looks Brazilian. Her, His 60-year-old woman doppelganger, also him, looks, looks Brazilian. Brazilian. He looks Brazilian, and he also looks Brazilian as a, as woman, a woman. So, as a sixty-year-old, he also woman. looks like a hungover Brazilian man after <laughs> fucking Carnival. There. Yeah. Wait, doesn't that happen in Europe? In Germany? No, man. That's Oktoberfest. No, I, I I knew that, but like, there's something in Europe that. Running of the Bulls. Mm, no, that's in I don't Spain. Know. Yeah, that's maybe Europe. Europe. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, you're right. So <laughs> this guy gets the bronze medal today. You know what? You gotta you gotta let your sixty-year-old mom fry, buddy. That's how it works. Not not literally, but uh, <laughs> she can't drive. Put her down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just take her out in the back and take care of business. National just... Socialist Party. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Yeah. So you you gotta you just gotta let her drown. But you gotta let her drown figuratively because if you let her drive, then she might drive into a river and literally drown. So. You either way, you yeah. Either way, so you you don't want that to you don't want that to be part to be part of your life, buddy. So, taking the silver medal today, we have Holla at me, brother, from an undefeated UFC fighter, Bryce Mitchell, who won a contest against another guy that's fighting, Matt Sales, in a featherweight contest. That's pussy weight, buddy. In a featherweight contest in Washington D.C. last Saturday, Bryce Mitchell, who stands at five feet ten and weighs 145 pounds, has a 12 and 0 record, so he's undefeated. And in his latest undefeated bout, he decides that he wants to send a special shout-out to his man, the Trumpster, good old Donald Duck, that's up there. And he wants Trump to know that he will fly up to, fly up to D.C. 
and offer his free services. All right, I am here with the man of the moment, Thug Nasty, Bryce Mitchell. You own this Capital One Arena here tonight after turning in just the second Twister submission in UFC history. Dominant performance tonight and a huge win. Congratulations. How do you feel? I want to thank God for my family, my friends, my teammates, coaches, thank God. manager, uh, everybody Your back team. home in Arkansas supporting me. <laughs> team Arkansas. <laughs> team Arkansas. <laughs> That's Lou's brother. This is fucking Lou's brother right here. That's his cousin. <laughs> his name is Bryce with a Y. Of course he loves Donald Trump. What the fuck is this shit? Wait, well, how else would you spell Bryce? With an I? You don't I spell, really? You I don't, don't spell I, Bryce because it's not a name. Continue. I've never seen B-R-I-C-E. Maybe that's just me. Y'all know I love Arkansas. And Reebok, y'all gonna have to kill me or make me some camo shorts because I ain't shutting up till then. And Donald Trump, I'm up here in D.C. If you need help putting some politician, holler at me, brother. I do it for free. Oh, there he is, your winner, Thug Nasty, Bryce Mitchell. Thug I his name is Thug Nasty, the though. Like the most, like, like redneck it's motherfucker. slowly becoming. The WWE. Because I saw a picture as well. Let me see if I can find the fighter's name. And of you, what? You what is he doing? It up. You just gotta see it, man. It's it's the same thing where like the they're they're turning these fucking fighters into fucking cartoon characters, you know? Yeah, the honestly, guy's name is just put Us U S M A N Usman versus Covington. And put images, good images. Right. There should Google be. Images. Uh, where's the promo image? I'll go down a little bit. It should be one where his shirts. Oh, he did. They don't have it on there. Oh, did they? Did they take it down? Yeah, I think they took it down. But it turned into one guy wearing full-on African garb, and oh, the God. other guy wearing an American flag fucking suit jacket, white pants, and a Trump Pence 2020 T-shirt and a MAGA hat, and they're next to each other. Hey, that's Just the world smiling. that we're living in. And I was like, this is a WWE. We got to ratchet this up for entertainment. And honestly, this guy only gets a medal for worse persons because we can't have his type of power. As part of our as part of our administration, yep. honestly, Trump would become too powerful if he got this guy to to do his personal bidding for him. Unstoppable. Yeah, unstoppable. We we need <laughs> we need some checks and balances here, people. Your we check and balance have... is going to be when the Democrats pull fucking Mike Tyson out of retirement. So I got check oh, in shit. balance here. Yeah. <laughs> especially especially if Reebok does end up making him those camo shorts. They're all, it's game over, yeah. yeah, that's not fair. Like, see him. Yeah. <laughs> you see Nancy Pelosi making a speech, she knocks the fuck out. <laughs> just right out of nowhere, it's like the invisible on the Where? camera. It's like behind a green screen, she just gets whacked wow, in the face. Bryce is in here! Everybody, everybody! <laughs> he's only wearing the shorts, too. <laughs> but he just turns completely invisible when he wears them. It's like the invisibility The only club. thing you can see is his nicotine stained teeth. <laughs> or he's like Casper the Friendly Ghost, or Casper <laughs> the very unfriendly <laughs> ghost will knock out some politicians <laughs> for free. Yeah, so this guy Fuck should not nice. be doing any hollering because if he is on Trump's side, then you know what? That man becomes unstoppable. I don't. We don't need a twelve and zero guy. Twelve and zero record. Have it's it's too dangerous. He's going to be the Secretary of Defense in next term. Watch. <laughs> <laughs> Have we, have we checked to see if uh, Trump has tweeted about, about him the Secretary at all? of Offense? He probably has. Uh, he probably has actually. <laughs> check the, check he probably has. Check, check the records. That, I'm pulling it up right now. All right, who's next? Check through him calling Greta, uh, Greta Thunberg a whiny bitch. I did Just see thumb that. through that. Yeah, working on finally her anger management. She yeah, an, an autistic teenager that has anger management issues. That's being called out by 
somebody who is in a way higher position of power. Oh, very I th- cool, buddy. I I read that backwards in my head. An autistic what? teenager. I thought you talked about Donald Trump. I, <laughs> hey, I mean, <laughs> to be fair, for a split second, I was like, they're kind of on a what? similar <laughs> level. They are. Uh, I mean, I guess it's an even match. I like uh, Greta. I respect her. And she's kind of brainwashed. I feel doing? bad for her. She's being used by her parents. Yeah, I oh, feel no, absolutely. I feel bad for her. Somebody's got to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, it, I'm not gonna be a no, it's change true. activist. Somebody else. It's true that. though. If if wasn't her, then the that side would yeah. put somebody in her place to do the same thing, and they're using her like a fucking human meat shield. It's great. Like if anybody tries to criticize her ideas, but she's a child. You use the children. That's children smart. Can be, yeah, can human be shield. Wrong. Like the Nazis did in the last push for Berlin. <laughs> use the children. Yeah, so they strap bombs to all of them. Push they can them be wrong, the but, yeah. <laughs> but if we call them wrong, then we're abusing an autistic teenage girl. So they, it's win-win for their side. So finally, taking the gold medal tonight, we have a man from Brooklyn, a 44-year-old man who has been convicted of murder and other charges for the shooting death of the owner of L&B Spumoni Gardens in Gravesend, Brooklyn. I kind of I kind of gave up on the accent for a second there. I was going to go all in with it, but I, yeah. I kind of, I, I don't know why, but... Here's the funny part. So, the owner of this, the owner of this, uh, of this, fucking what was this? It was, it was some sort of pizzeria, a shop. A pizzeria. Oh yeah, pizzeria. Duh. It was in the fucking title. So it was in the owner of this pizzeria. He's carrying a bag containing fifteen thousand four hundred and eighty-three dollars in cash. What is that for? The world will never know. Just like how many licks it takes to get to the center of a tootsie pop, we'll never find out. But uh, except for the scientific studies that have told us it's like two hundred something. But other than that. <laughs> So this guy's got 15 grand in cash, but he is murdered by a man named Andre Fernandez of Melville, Long Island, who was convicted of second degree murder this week and second degree criminal possession of a weapon following a jury trial before the Brooklyn Supreme Court District Justice Danny Chun. The defendant, Mr. Andy, that's his nickname. Is, is Andy a real nickname for Andre? Yeah. Is that actually something that you... It's Andrew. Andrew? Andy yeah. is short for Andrew. And I know that, but this is Andres Andre. Is just Andre, Andrew yeah. in Spanish. Oh, okay. Andres. That that makes sense. Yeah. So, Mr. Andy faces up to 25 years to life in prison when he is sentenced in January. So, the victim, despite the fact that he was carrying a 15 grand bag of cash, it was not taken from him when he was killed. And that's the weird part of this story. The guy, about an hour before the, the incident occurred, according to the evidence, the defendant who was wearing a dark hooded sweatshirt and sunglasses was in the victim was in the vicinity of the victim, this poor pizzeria owner's home, and then he waited. He waited and waited until about seven o'clock when the owner got to his store or got to home, got to his house, parked his car on the side of the house, and then got out the bag. So finally the defendant walked across the street and then shot him several times, and then he died. He subsequently ran without taking the money and then entered into a late model Acura. If you're driving an Acura, I think you want the f- that 15 grand in cash. You should probably be should probably be taking that that 15 G's. <laughs> I like the next line that says it's it's suspected that it could have been because of a uh, mob related because of the beef. Over a theft over the pizza joint's famous sauce recipe. <laughs> I fucking, that's exactly what I was going to say. Don't call your sends his regards. It's fucking, <laughs> fucking Michael Bloomberg said, no, yeah, you're going to go hard. You're going to go, you're going to hit this guy, all right? You're going to shoot him in the face, and then I'm going to be the president. I'm going to pardon you, all right? Pizza's yeah, how it all right. starts. Say, you fucking burn my pizza. You got to kill him, motherfucker. Hey, I, I mean, at that point, if you're already there, if you're already committing the murder, 
why don't you just grab the bag of cash and piece it out? Diego? It's, not only are you kind of cruel. Maybe that was his first time killing somebody and you freaked out. Professionals have standards. Yeah, yeah. If you're a standard, or if you're a true... <laughs> if you're a standard. <laughs> if you're... If you're a st- all right. If you're a staunch <laughs> professional, then you know, then you know what you kind of want that fifteen thousand four hundred and eighty-three dollars no, in cash, don't. don't you? You don't. Oh, really? What What, what would be the professional? You're there for the hit, and that's it. You're getting paid for that hit. That money is not yours. Ah, uh, so it, it's not so, about the money. It's about sending a message. So you don't steal the fucking sauce. That makes sense, actually. Okay. I'm. That's, yeah. yeah, I've seen the movies. I've seen yeah, the it's movies. About sending a message. So, Mr. Andre Fernandez, he uh, he was a true professional. He just carried out the hit. And kept going with his day. Is it is that the key giveaway that this guy is is actually associated with the mob? The fact that this would be more about honor like this. It could I be think, a fall guy. It could be a mm. fall guy. I think it was just because it's about pizza. It's a mob guy. It's a mob hit. <laughs> like yeah. If it was about tacos, it's obviously the cartel. Right. You know. If it's also, about, if it was about cocaine, it would also yeah. Be about if it the was cartel. about like halal food or pita wraps, it's fucking Al Qaeda. Right. Like they just do those hits like that, bro. Yeah, they they still exist and they're here. Get Chinese food is a yakuza. That's I, well, that's Japanese. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> the triad. Close enough. There yes. you go. But yeah, um, I think this was mob related, and uh, I hope to try his pizza. Rest in peace, bro. Yeah, he rest in pepperonis. <laughs> 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 if there was ever an application you, for that, you think that's appropriate? No, I hope. You think it's appropriate? It's right? Absolutely, I'm, soon I'm, enough. A man hungry. died, John. A man I'm, died. I'm hungry. <laughs> in fact. God, I had some hummus toast before the show today. I don't know why I'm okay, on this hummus toast. I'm splurging a little bit, huh? Yeah, uh huh. I'm kind of splurging, and I'm also apparently now wanted by Al Qaeda. So, nice. not as wanted by Al Qaeda is Mr. Andre Fernandez, age 44, of Melville, Long Island, who is today's worst person in the world. Oh, shit, I meant to add a laugh. Yeah, I was waiting for the too. laugh. You kind of ruined yeah. that one. That's that's my fault. We're, do, we're we run a tight ship here. Yeah, we do. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna beat myself up at, about this over after the show. I'm just gonna tie myself and like kind of like uh, that fucking scene from the Da Vinci Code where the villain like just whips himself in the back. Oh, I thought you meant like Robin Williams, the autoerotic asphyxiation. Yeah. So Gene will be hosting the show next week because I, because I'll have hung <laughs> yeah. myself. I don't know how to work the good having thing. a great time. Uh, Justin's gonna work the soundboard. <laughs> hey, he he knows how the touchscreen works. You you it's touch the screen. Yeah. It's just gonna be the sound of a horse neigh over and over and over. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. I just make duplicates, and that's what all the buttons are. <laughs> and there's a secret button that plays that. There you go. The buttons, on, the buttons on the back. <laughs> So we also have another uh, another regular installment of something that happens on our show all the time, and by all the time I mean every other week. It's an odd numbered show, and it's twelve oh eight. We're kind of late. I didn't mean for that to rhyme, but let's do Entertainment Club. Entertainment Club is brought to you as usual by you know it, you love it, Flex. Seal. Make sure that you're going to FlexSeal.xxx. They have so many products. In fact, I went to Walgreens the other day. I just took a walk because I was fucking bored. Went to Walgreens. I saw in the As Seen on TV section, bam, a whole section of Flex Seal right over there on the floor. I took a picture of it. I didn't buy any of it because it was like all 20 bucks, and I'm not going to spend 20 bucks on a prop. I found a t-shirt. I'm going to buy it. 
Oh, really? Like, like Phil Swift with a chainsaw like that? Oh, Hallie, is it an official T-shirt yeah, it's or an is official. it? Oh, nice. They have amazing merchandise on their website. Send me a send. Put a link to that awesome. in the show's chat. Yeah, we'll put a link. And uh, I might might purchase one of those fine bad boys as well. So make sure that you're going to FlexSeal.xxx. They have all the products. They have flex glue. They have flex tape. I just saw an Instagram video today where they they. Uh, it's the liquid flex, the one that comes in the the giant paint can. Yeah, and they let it dry for a little bit, and it was just the the video of Phil Swift just like flexing it. Oh yeah, he's pumping some iron, yep. having a good workout. Good on you, Phil. You're having fun with your product, and we are having fun with Entertainment Club. So for tonight's Entertainment Club, we did the self titled Candle Box. It, it was their debut, right? I can only assume so because yes. it was uh, because it was their. It was self-titled. Tech, yeah, the f- like full-length album. Yeah, they had an LP before that. Funnily enough, I actually this was this was one of the first ones entertainment clubs done by anybody else that I've heard some of these songs before because I used to because my family we listened to WJRR the rock station growing up and these were the songs that were like part of their it's radio rock. Yeah, it is. It's radio rock. So a lot of these songs were. Let's see which one specifically were the ones that I've heard before. I've definitely heard songs like uh, "Change You," "Far Behind." Behind. Yeah, Yeah, those are all the fucking all all the radio hits, hits. baby. And uh, funnily enough, none of those were my favorite song, which is that's kind of how I roll. The hits generally don't don't tend to be the ones that I vibe with the most. But first, I want to so contrary, yeah, so hipster, hell yeah. You know, you you are not one to fucking talk to me about being a hipster in music, you motherfucker. You're a hipster. Don't. You're, that's the pot calling the kettle black right there. So, Racist, too. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't cancel me. But if you do cancel me, I'll be back next week because I don't give a fuck. So <laughs> there you go. I wanted to ask you a little bit about why you picked this. Now, do you actually like this or did you kind of want like a maybe a maybe? Wow, we're going to listen to a period piece this week. No, this was uh, something that I listened to a lot oh, when, really? I was, uh, when I was a teenager. So it, so it was it one of those things that heavily impacted your your teenage years. No, nah, I wouldn't say it heavily impacted. It, it was, was just, just stuff that you listened just to. Just uh, decent music that I like to listen to. This came out in 1993, right? Yeah, correct. So I actually thought it was uh, I thought it was funny because uh, the record label is called Maverick Recording Company, and I just thought it was funny because this this was anything but Maverick. It was it. Now this kind of falls in the same vein as you know we were talking about this earlier, like the the creeds, the Pearl Jams, the uh, the well, very that very specific vocal sound that I am no fucking was, way uh, in hell gonna make. It was that grunge movement, yeah, from Seattle. Funny enough, I don't know what happened that year, but in fucking 1990, you have Pearl Jam premieres, Dave Grohl joins Nirvana, mm-hmm. Chris Cornell finally establishes Soundgarden, and then. Uh, can't, uh, what's it? Uh, sound? What these guys get signed? Candlebox gets signed. Nineteen ninety, all of it. So it's just a weird. That was the year of grunge. Oh really? So and when when did it start to start to fade out? Wasn't it like uh? I would say probably ninety five. Yeah, wasn't that when? Shortly after the shotgun blast. Yeah, from yeah. Courtney Love's Once he killed yeah. himself, it just kind of. <laughs> what? Sounds about right. Do you think but the music was good enough to continue had he not killed himself? No, yeah, it might have lasted maybe another year. Yeah, probably another year. Oh, really? you know, so I feel like he would have gone that the um, he would have evolved a little bit. He would have he would have gone solo, but it would have been so, yeah. like that's how it was looking looking, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I I don't know who to compare well, him to though. I read one of the Howard Stern interviews in his book about it, and uh, they they uh, they definitely were. He was on the on the verge of going solo 
at that point. Yeah, he was also got some deep theories. in the heroin psychosis, mm-hmm. but <laughs> but yeah. Well, Dave Grohl, uh, he that when have you seen the live the Nirvana live thing? No. Well, when they had Nirvana live, like yeah, you've seen it, right? Where he's playing guitar and shit. Um, they were actually broken up when they did that. Oh, really? Dave Grohl had already started Foo Fighters. Oh yeah, that I do remember. Yeah. I do remember that actually. Okay, I know that was his last about. live performance. He killed himself right after that. Hmm. So so allegedly. So was this your? Uh, <laughs> so was this actually one of your favorite things from that 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 period from that style of art or from that that style of of music or was this just like one example of one of the things that uh, that you might have liked? Like, did you like There's any of the other kinds some... of grunge or was this like? I mean, the big yeah. One? I mean, Nirvana was oh, of course, yeah, really good. Who yeah, does Pearl Jam, Soundgarden. I, I like Pearl Jam I mean, a lot. Are... Soundgarden, yeah. Like, there's for sure. there's bits and pieces of each of them that I like. Like, there's definitely songs in this album that. I... Yeah, oh yeah, but there, there's, there's other ones that, that I liked a lot. Um, but it's just it was something nostalgic for me. I figured I'd share it. So I I um I I liked it obviously because it it's got some f- elements of familiarity to it, and I couldn't help but uh, maybe I'm just. Do you have to be a fan of grunge to to like this kind of music? Do you no. think? No, I I agree because I, I don't I hate Pearl Jam. Oh really? I hate you, Pearl Jam. See, Pearl Jam is my favorite of the uh, of the of that particular style. I, I'm not, I think it's just because the songs are catchy, and I think that's what that's what a lot of my favorite songs here were were just the the musically catchy ones, and that seems to generally have been a trend of mine from everybody's pick was the ones with the maybe not the 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 tightest melodies, but the ones that stuck out to me the most as the mo- the most unique one. Like He Calls Home, I think, was the one the song that I liked the best because it felt like it was the most unique song at least for me. I'm not quite sure what about it. It's it just because it felt like a lot of the other ones had sort of the same tempo and the same uh same instrumental sound. It's big drums. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. Well, it's grunge sound. Yeah, of, of course. Yeah, it's it's uh quintessential to the sound. So, what what about you guys? What did you what did you think? Cricket. <laughs> I'm waiting for John. He's raring up. Let's go. He's fire it off. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> for for me, I don't know. When it comes to the kind of grunge sound, particularly when they're going like, hear me broken. Yeah, like <laughs> I just, just not I can't a, do that voice. I'm I'm just personally not a fan of that kind of uh, that that kind of sound when it comes to, like the the yeah. the lyricism. I uh, like we're talking comparing it to like um Soundgarden. I felt like I feel like it was a like a, like Soundgarden that had less developed le- like like vocals in a way. Like I I like the it's vocals like way better from after Soundgarden before Pearl Jam. So, yeah, kind it's of like this weird gap. The vocals haven't really been refined yeah. yet. Like they haven't figured out like what they want the genre to be Eddie yet. Better hurt, mm. my heart, but it's <laughs> close. <laughs> like, yeah. like uh, it's it's like a, I was I was it's making still, a joke. It's, it's raw. It's I was making a joke that it was like it reminded me of Creed that hated more people and didn't believe in Jesus. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it, the song the song <laughs> you was just like perfect. my. <laughs> <laughs> The song you like, they're like saying like "fuck you" in the song like "get, get your drugs out of my face." I'm like, man, hey man, you should just share your drugs. That's yeah, right. why you gotta be well, so Well, if you hateful. pay attention to what the if verses, I like drugs? it actually <laughs> talks about where he tolerated it at first, and then he tried it, and then now he's not liking it. Right. 
That's like the opposite effect of what's supposed to happen when yeah. you take drugs. You're supposed like, oh, to this shit's off. great. Yeah, most this of the time. This is fucking awesome. This guy's weird. But uh, I don't like this cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely not the first thought that runs through people's minds. I, I'm going to run if someone ever says that in my presence. I don't like this cocaine. Huh? No, you, you, you look at him and go, you want to start a band, bro? <laughs> yeah, I, I saw a Kirstie Alley or... Kirstie Alley no, interview recently, yeah, where she was like, I think it was, I think it was her, where she recalled the first time that she ever did, where she ever snorted cocaine, and the first thing that she ever snorted, or the first thing that she ever thought when snorting cocaine was, I'm gonna do this every day for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Yeah. I kind of identify that because my thought was also, my first thought was also fairly similarly uh, life changing. It was yeah. clap, fucking cornholio. I fucking love cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> Clap into it with this weird cornholio pose. I love cocaine. <laughs> it's like, shut the fuck up. I'm sleeping. It's four in the morning. Hey, that. So I was also sleeping. Yeah, I wasn't up for that. I started laughing in my bed though. I just cracking up when I heard that. I was like, he's gonna. Die. I didn't wake up. <laughs> I didn't hear any of it. I was told all of it the next day. Yeah, was I was great. cracking up. So either way, it's. Apparently, music is supposed to teach you to, to not do drugs. I'm not not quite sure how that. I not think quite it's supposed sure to teach you about people's experiences. Oh, oh yeah, of course. Yeah. I'm just being a little bit facetious. John, what was uh, what do you think of the album as a whole? Um, a little I, much. Actually, you know the the ones that I recognize though. Those are the like I know that. Cameron generally doesn't like the ones that are just like popular, but the ones that really kind of took off the big, uh, big hit singles besides you, because fuck you. Uh, but the but the other, but the other ones that I recognized, I was just like, oh yeah, I remember that. Like that that kind of brought back a nostalgic Makes you feel feeling. Good, yeah. yeah, and so so that that was probably the up for me. Uh, and then my favorite ones kind of took on more of like um, how would I describe it? Kind of um, uh, there was there was a. It, it just sounded it, it sounded like um like not jazzy but like it felt my... oh I think I know which one you're I don't remember which it song sounded it was, like but a I... Sade song yeah it sounded like smooth operator the biggie because it was like I know right. exactly, exactly what you're talking about exactly I know exactly what you're talking which about which one is that I want to say it was Mother's sexy. Dream which one was I it? think it was Mother's Dream I think it was Mother's, I think it's Mother's Dream. Dream I think you're right I know it's because it's the the the, the, the just the quick strum and then it's a slight pause and then it. Goes into just like regular playing like regular strumming on a guitar. No, 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 no. It was Blossom. About? It was Blossom. Mm. Blossom. Yeah, it was Blossom. See, I'm gonna not be as contrarian about this one, and I generally, I think I agree with John a lot because uh, you know, I know usually I said my usual pattern generally is that uh, I'm not as big of a fan of the hits, but on this one I felt like the hits were deservedly the hits for being the higher quality songs. I think objectively, I think the hits are probably the the more higher quality songs on the album so they were they became the hits rightfully so they became the hits for good reason i i would tend to think yeah that that just that one song that i liked was just uh kind of an offshoot just a random pick but my other ones the other ones that i liked were the ones that became the hits so that i'm generally contrarian about liking the deep cuts but i think the hits were they deserve to be the hits on this one Yeah. yeah Also because they drew a little bit of nostalgia from listening to them growing up on the radio, which is, I imagine is one of the things that contributed to why you picked it. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what it was. So either way, <laughs> all right, so finally I want to get to uh, to album cover here, which I'm not going to lie, doesn't fucking cover. mean much. Yeah, I, I, I don't think that the album cover is probably the least significant album cover. 
cover on this one. I do like the font, it, though. The font's kind of cool. Oh, the font. You're it, a, it looks like that Pink Floyd, the wall font. Little bit, yeah. Yeah, like that. You're a font junkie. Yeah. You know, I, 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 I can appreciate a good font, too. I'm, I can like some... Uh, Almost looks like there's blood splatter, so it's yeah. a little you know, a little dark, kind of like that part. But besides that, you got four dudes standing in a... They all have the same hairdo. Oh, yeah. That. Literally the exact same. Like, almost the same length, like the same fucking color. It's like, all, all grunge kind of sounds the same, so why can't all people that play grunge look the same? So, <laughs> so I don't know if this... That's what the actual CD looks like. It's a little bit different. What about... Uh, let me compare the font here. <laughs> or, <laughs> the or, fonts. So they're pretty close. I'm pretty sure that, they're the same. Yep, that's the same font, yeah. yeah wait, what? That's, the, that's the what the CD looks like. Oh, okay. Yeah, it looks just it's, it's the wall mm-hmm. font from the Pink Floyd album. We are the font investigators. There you go. We got we got four dudes. Yeah, get the <laughs> font out of here. <laughs> you got four dudes so, standing in a field of, with a tulips. Our Some fifth podcast coming up next year. Get the font out of here. <laughs> or four men go on a journey through the world of fonts. We just interpret hieroglyphics. On the <laughs> However that, the fuck we want. The web, this guy's trying the to shove his dick in those fucking fish. That'll Same be our long Sarah. lost episode sixty nine. Now, me and John are going to do a music podcast. Fuck you guys. Try to tell a story with the webdings and try to describe what <laughs> you're trying to actually say. Wingdings. Yeah. The wingdings. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> the best font out there. Yeah. We've traveled into the Amazon. Get an AI to write a script using only wingdings. <laughs> oh, my God. We've traveled to the Amazon to try and translate these wingdings. I don't, I don't know why we had to travel to the Amazon, but here Fuck we are. <laughs> you get murdered and eaten by a cannibal tribe immediately. Or by a piranha. To, if you, by just, a piranha. just don't step in the water. I saw this weird gif. I follow this account on Twitter called Nature is Scary. And yeah. Damn, Nature, you scary. <laughs> yeah, and one of the they, they post like gifs of weird fucking animal shit happening, and one of the things that they posted recently was a gif of like this, uh, this fucking haunch of meat that they just dumped in the water in the Amazon, and they took it out, and it was covered in piranhas. Yep. Oh, yeah. And it was... They're a nuisance. Piranhas are scary and everything, but what I'm most concerned about, when you take a piss in the river, that thing... That the bacteria that swims up your stream. Yeah. Parasite goes up your Parasite dick. Can you sw- see yeah. it? No. Or is it invisible? You can't Fuck. see it. It's microscopic. Yeah. And then you just pull a tapeworm out of there years and later, and it swells yeah. up. And you, for a while, it's and not nice. even. It's not. It's cool. Like, yeah. yeah. For a while, it's nice. But then after a while, it's like, hey, I'm kind of woozy. Every time I pee, a bunch of blood comes out. <laughs> and, and then, then the dick normal? explodes. And your mm. dick explodes. And then you go to the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think there's something wrong. <laughs> no shit, your dick exploded. <laughs> what does this have to do with candle box? <laughs> Another, it has everything to do with candle. Another box. fine investigation by the font investigators. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> We'll see everybody next week on Get the Font Out of Here. So that's <laughs> get back to Candlebox. <laughs> I don't have anything else to say about Candlebox. Do you? Have a story. Oh, really? Okay. Fucking, I have a very close association with one song in this album, which is far behind, which is like one of the biggest radio hits that they had. Yeah. But like that it. song was playing on the radio the first time I fooled around with a lady. Oh, hey. So I have fond memories of it. Back in 1993. Back were, in 1997. <laughs> no, dude, I remember because she was like, hey, let's hang out and stuff. And I was like, oh my God. That's not what she sounded like. She's actually really cool. And I was like, okay. And I just remember driving there, dude. And I was fucking shivering. Just nervous? I guess from the adrenaline. I was just fucking shivering. I was I'm like, hanging out with a real life and woman. I, and I'm like, why am I so goddamn Ooh. cold? And I see the fucking that's thermometer in my car is 80. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> It was weird. I remember, yeah, I remember that feeling. The, yeah, the, to get the, the shivers, you get a hard on. Yeah, yeah. The 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 fucking shiver. The 
the you, you can't, uncontrollable shaking. Yeah, my jaw just ah, was just fucking mm. nuts, man. But yeah, the song's playing in the background. It calmed me down. And then I... Nervous farts, right. It was nice. Hey, it, it happens. It happens. But yeah, it's a great album. Um, actually, that's really bold. It's a decent radio rock album. Uh, uh, so yeah. speaking phallically, we move to our scale now, ladies and gentlemen. So we have out of 13 yes. inches. I don't know how you remember that. Because I always forget, and then you always just remember. I know. It's burned. It's just the largest dick in the world is burned into your mind. Not the, well, maybe the image. I've seen it before. So (laughs) (laughs) that's that's the sad part. Step aside, Ron Jeremy. As soon as I saw 13 inches, I was like, I got to fucking see this. Not (laughs) not even for, not even for. For scientific uh, reasons. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) For scientific purposes. Yeah. Kind of like that video we watched uh, yesterday of the girl getting fucked by the snowman with the dildo. We watched that for scientific <laughs> yeah. purposes yesterday. It's research. Pure yeah. research. I don't even want to know what the fuck happens in oh, this I'll, house. I'll send this to you. <laughs> <laughs> I moved out. Things got really weird. She got 1500 bucks for it, apparently. Hey. So, oh yeah. So how many, out of 13 inches, how many inches are we giving candle bucks? I'll start with the, the assigner of the album. Um, I mean. The instructor. Being Being completely honest about it, it's. It's not one of the greatest albums out there. They did have a lot of rock uh, radio hits, but I mean, I would give it a seven. Gene, I would normally give it an eight, but because I got you got you the know, memory, mm-hmm. I'm giving it a ten. Oh, ooh, big quite, jump! Quite ten I got down to it first yeah. time. Got down to the song. Very well endowed album that we have here. What about you, John? I'm gonna give it. A, I'm gonna give it a six. Oh, really? Yeah. See, I thought I was gonna give it the lowest score. I'm gonna give it a six point five. Yeah. And because it it was solid, it's about it's about average. I'd say six point five is literally the the halfway percentile to actually yeah yeah so that, that's normal, that's what I thought yeah, to yeah normal to, penis size. to a normal to yeah. a normal penis size that's so mid, midpoint yeah the, it, we we are dealing with the midpoint here. I think that we have a, a midpoint of action. we have a dad dick. It's not bad, it's not great, but it's yours serviceable. <laughs> so <laughs> thank you, Candlebox, for your dad dick music. <laughs> Congratulations, Candlebox! I bet that this is what you had in mind when you made your music. I bet they listened to our podcast. Yeah. So, uh, I, hey, they're I don't, I don't know shit. the fate of these people today, but I'm assuming that they're that they're listening right now. I can. They're back together. They're oh, talking. really? They're yeah. back together. Shit. No, yeah, their last album they uh, dropped in 2017. They're still killing it. Mm-hmm. Nice. So keep up the good work, Candlebox, and make sure that you're heading to very interesting show FM if you're out there. I'll, I'll clip this and send it to you. I'll tag you on social media. We'll see if that happens. But uh, so our next round of Entertainment Club, we, we were gonna, or we were going to originally circle back. We were going to originally circle back and start with movies again. But I got a, I got an idea. I had an idea brewing in my head. Light bulb. And the light bulb. It went off. It did. And then I decided that we are going to do the very thing that I so detest multiple times. That I've said more. Actually, I, I used to say it more on the old shows before we relaunched. I don't think I've gone that hard into into anti podcast rants on the new shows. I think we did that one, and then I think I kind of cooled it off from there. Mostly because I haven't thought of any good material. As soon as I think of good material again, though, podcasts out there, you're fucking getting it. So you yeah, better from a podcast. Yeah, you better fucking clench your ass cheeks. Because <laughs> we're the anti podcast. Yeah, the anti podcast. We're the Wario of podcasts. <laughs> We've got we've got fucking fat bulging out of our overalls because our overalls can barely fit on. We're the Wario. We got short sleeves on we're, our overalls for some we're reason. We're not even the Wario. We're the Waluigi. Let's be real. Hey, that's true. Waluigi. We got a funny mustache, but we're still Italian. 
we're yeah, we're still, and we also have a weird, weird pointy <laughs> nose for some reason. So the Waluigi of podcasts continues on by selecting podcasts as our next round of entertainment yes. club. So we are going to expand beyond our horizons, beyond the horizons of this room, into the rooms. At least I can only assume. Maybe they're not in rooms. Maybe they're in some other places. Into the the rooms of other studios that have what recorded podcasts. <laughs> was, I, do you have that to be rabbit in a hole? Just got real deep. I know. It was like rooms, <laughs> and then there were other rooms, and then oh hi Mark, and it just got weird. You don't have to be in a room to record a podcast. <laughs> a podcast comes from the heart. A podcast exists in the soul. At least that that's what I've been and told. I podcast every time I sit on a fucking toilet. Four times actually. There you go. Four times a day. That's true. That's I don't know why I remember that. I just I don't, I don't know why I remember that story. It's weird. <laughs> it is pretty. It's so fucking weird. Yeah. You I only remember the weirdest ones. So we're we're going to do podcasts for mm-hmm. our next round of Entertainment Club, and so I, as usual, will start off the festivities. So here's the rules. I, we we're gonna have to set some ground rules here for podcasts because they have a wide variety. There's a wide swath of them out there, yes. and so rule number one. You can't. It can't be premium. It cannot be behind a paywall because the idea is that the listeners, you guys out there, will be listening to an episode of this podcast along with us. That's kind of the point of the segment: is to listen with you all, and we will all comment together as human beings. So, can't be behind a paywall. Cannot pay for it. Unfortunately, the one that I would have assigned was behind a paywall, but that would be breaking my own rules, and I'm I'm not that big of a hypocrite. Rule breaker. Hell yeah. Normally I am a quite a quite a maverick. Not not maverick enough to be Maverick Studio recordings for Candlebox, but just some kind of maverick. <laughs> Call back to the show. But um to earlier in the show. But it can't be behind a paywall. I mean, you have to explain it. <laughs> if you if you made it to this point, <laughs> you remember that thing that we said earlier? If you stopped if you stopped in between then and now, then Th- that was my target audience for that specific joke, uh, was the people that stopped in that very specific 12-minute interval of time in that show. That was my target audience. So if you're there and you're probably not listening to this, then that joke was for you. So it can't be behind a paywall, and it c- you got, and it cannot be the same podcast. I'm looking at you two fucks. It cannot I, be I'm the same pick- podcast. I'm not picking, an, I'm not picking okay. that one either. So you guys got to decide which mind. one of you gets it, and no, then the I other one of you is going anyway. to have to, to deviate. So... Uh, my my first assignment, ladies and gentlemen, is going to be... You probably know exactly what it is, and I'm going to be the one that throws the really fucking long one in there. You guys are probably going to assign an hour, hour and a half long podcast. Here's the problem. I'm assigning what would seem to be a four-hour long podcast, but after the commercials get cut out, <laughs> it turns out to be like two and a half hours. I think so, I know which one is. We're going about. to be listening to the News Junkie, and it's going to be for a future episode. We're going to listen to it, and I have a very specific reason why we're going to listen to a specific episode. We're going to listen to the episode that airs this upcoming Monday, which will be Monday the 16th. So Monday, December 16th, that episode of The News Junkie is what we're going to listen to. And I have a very specific reason that we're going to be listening to a Monday show, because A, it's very likely that all three of them will be there. I don't want to listen to somebody with a sub in. I want to listen to the dynamic between all three of the regular people on the show. And Monday seems to be the day. I don't know. I think it's just the business of radio. But you come in Monday morning and you kind of you you got your pre-show meetings before the week, and you're like, okay, we got to press X, we got to press this, maybe we got to hit certain sponsors obligations here. And so Monday seems to be the day that they're at the the 
the formula is intact the the hardest on Mondays. There's a, there's less deviation than what you would normally get. There's less. Uh, I'm not sure exactly what I'm really getting at here, but Monday is the day where like you're gonna get the fucking the full meat it of is the show. The show. It's, it's the day that they're trying the hardest because they're they're coming back from the weekend, and it's the day that you're really gonna get the idea of what the show actually is. And the reason that I'm assigning this show, the reason that I assign anything, is so that you guys can get a look into my soul. That is why I assign things that are very important to me, all of my, except for Jaws. That was just a, a fluke. I've never seen Jaws before That's in my life. But everything else. the most. Everything. <laughs> see, I, I, somehow I knew I'm that. But, uh, but the reason that I'm assigning this is because I want you guys to be able to hear, okay, how do they carry on a conversation? What do you think about the segments that they have? These are all just some stuff that I want you to maybe get out of this. How do you feel about the dynamic of their conversation? Do you, how do you feel the host does, Sean Watson, at driving the discussion? How do you feel like his talking time is compared to everybody else's? How do you feel? Uh, I just, I just, uh, I want you guys to get an idea as to what I originally wanted out of the show. Obviously, I've kind of pivoted and went in a different direction that more ascribes to us. Pers- our personalities and what we are like as people rather than plug and play a specific formula that I think works. I'm trying to find our own formula now. But you get an idea as to the original formula that I wanted to try and plug and play into. So you're getting a little bit of an insight into what I think is good radio and what I have kind of modeled our discussions to be to be after. So you get a, get a good idea into that. Listen to it. Maybe come away. It's funny. It's insightful. It's interesting. It's got a lot of cool stories. And I think that you'll like it. So we're going to listen to the News Junkie for Monday, December 16th, 2019. Lots to get to today. The sad part is is that I I know the entire intro and I can say it all by heart. But uh, we're going to listen to it. And that, ladies and gentlemen, was Entertainment Club. Congratulations. We did it. Did another round of Entertainment Club, everybody. Hooray. So... I was we were originally going to talk about something else, but we're going long. We went way too long on this on this one, and by way too long, I mean it was just right, fit right in there. What time are we at? One oh one. We are at an hour and one. It was very perfectly. It fit nice and snugly into. It wasn't too big. Didn't the rubber didn't break? It's kind of like when you buy. uh, I don't. You know when you buy what cam. Huh? When you buy what? What are you buying, so, Cam? That was, that was a great show, everybody. It's going to be, we'll be back next Thursday for more of this radio goodness. See everybody then. You like how I warmed my way out of that one?